Hello, everyone. Welcome into another episode of Kentucky Daily, a daily podcast covering your University of Kentucky Wildcats. I'm Sean Smith, joined by Derek Terry. Derek, Kentucky has another monster basketball commitment. It's been one heck of a week for John Calipari with Shaden Sharp last week and then followed it with Chris Livingston tonight. Yeah, absolutely. Um, this is a kid that, well, it seems like, Sean, maybe in the last few weeks, um, up until that point, he was not someone that we were really discussing as being part of this class. And then UK really turned it on in the final few weeks. He had an interesting final list. He had Georgetown and also Tennessee State, uh, obviously an HBCU there. Um, but, yeah, he did choose Kentucky. Uh, he announced on the – we talked about on the other episode – if he was actually going to be announcing on ESPN, it looks like he went ahead with the uh, Sports Center app, right? Or the not the app, the Twitter account. Yeah, with the Paul same as what Ty Ty Washington had done. Yeah, so he followed along there. Um, but yeah, he announced his commitment there. That moves UK to number one, Sean, the number one class in the country. Um, back on top. We'll we'll see if they can stay there. Duke is going to be another team that's going to be pushing for that top spot. Duke actually had the number one spot prior to Livingston's commitment. So UK is number one. They got the number one recruit. They also just landed the number six recruit. So this is off to a great start with with a couple more big-time options still out there. Yeah, and I don't think that they give up that number one spot if Kaysen Wallace follows pretty quickly. I think that they could yeah. hang on to that. And we're going to get into the class in the updated 24-7 sports rankings and everything here in a moment. But let's just stay on Chris Livingston a minute. Eric, this is uh, this is a big one for John Calipari. He spoke with us, what, a week ago with UK Media, and he was talking about how this, this team and how this lineup is going to change and how it's primarily going to be four guards. You don't have to be a guard, but you have to have guard skills. That was a message to Chris Livingston, Derek, because I think that Chris Livingston is going to play that small ball four for Kentucky next season. His skill set, his shot has improved. I don't know how much tape that you've watched on him, but I've watched quite a bit. His shot has improved. He's really good, though, off the bounce, and I think that he could be a matchup nightmare for Kentucky when you factor in that they're going to have guys like Shaden Sharp, Sky Clark, Kaysen Wallace trending towards Kentucky. When they have guys like that on the perimeter and you can slide this piece to the four, he has an NBA-ready body, he's a mismatch nightmare. Yeah, I was watching some some I guess you can call it film on YouTube. Sean, you feel like it's really hard to like uh, you you actually go watch some of these guys play. I've not I've only been to one real big recruiting event and it, it's just hard to evaluate high school basketball stuff, I feel like. You only get the good on YouTube. Yeah. But I did watch um and it was his highlight still, but it wasn't like an overtime video where it was just him dunking the whole time. They were actual high school games at Bucktel where he was in Akron. And um, just just so much better, <laughs> as you would expect, um, from a top-off player in the country, top-ten player, wherever he may land, depending on the service. But I think he's got a pretty nice-looking jump shot, Sean. I really do. I mean, he's obviously very explosive. Um, it's almost like this thing has evolved what you're talking about. I, I agree. I think he probably will play some of that four. But – like in a different era, he would have like been that kind of three that we used to talk about. If there was ever a weakness that Cal, it seemed like he had a hard time getting like a truly elite small forward after Michael Kid Gilchrist. They didn't have very many guys that you would probably label as just a pure three. Uh, maybe like a Kevin Knox. I guess yeah. you could probably 
put him in there, but that was years later after uh, MKG. Most of the I time, think this it was, kid would have fit that bill. Yeah, most of the time it was two guards having to slide and yeah. play the three. Is what they do. Sometimes even point guards, right? Isaiah Briscoe having mm-hmm. to slide and play one through three. Uh, but no, and you mentioned his shot. His shot form looks really good when yeah. you watch, and I think that's going to be an area that he's going to continue to try to improve, Derek, because if he's going to play on that perimeter, when you've got guys like Shaden Sharp and Sky Clark, and if they do indeed get Casey Wallace the way that we expect them to, those are all guys that are really good in pick and roll. They're really good at getting to the paint, and that could be a key thing for Livingston being a catch-and-shoot option at that fourth spot if that's an area he continues to improve. But I, I think that his body and the way that he can finish in traffic, he can dunk on you, he's, he's really good through contact. I think that that's what he brings to this roster, Derek. And when you're talking about what they're doing with this class and we have no idea who's going to come back from the the team that we're going to watch and, and cover this season, you're starting to talk about a team that if this class falls into place the way we expect it to and they do get a Derek Lively late, it could be the preseason number one team going into next season. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I mean, what you're talking about with Livingston um... – the only thing, and again, I'm not like gonna sit here and nitpick his <laughs> highlights, but it's it's something that's pretty typical. I, I would say with any high school player, uh, and I, I've seen this on a few other scouting reports that were written about him. His handle, you know, putting it on the deck, trying to get to the lane. I think that could be something he needs to work on when he gets to college. But like, like you said, this is a guy that I'll be really interested to see how UK uses Keon and Jacob Toppin this year because that could give you a good indication of how. Uh, um, I almost said lively, how Livingston will be used next season. And um, Livingston have to prove, you know, that he can knock down that jump shot, but very explosive athlete. Um, it's hard to go against Shaden Sharp, obviously, with, and we'll talk about him a little bit more in a little bit. But I think Livingston is one of the more intriguing guys they've signed in the last few years, honestly. Yeah, he, he is. And uh, he's, he's kind of all over the rankings. ESPN has him, what, 12th, I believe? And then 24-7 has him, yeah. and 24-7 has him there. at five. So he's one of those guys that kind of just it floats, but he's he's a top-five guy. You you label him as a top-five guy right now, Derek, and they this is a program that signed one top-five player from 2016 to 2021, and now they've done it with two in seven days. And you just, uh, you just put out – you're the first person I've seen put this out. Shaden Sharp moved to number one today in 24-7 sports, which makes him the – is it now be the consensus number one player across all major recruiting services, but you said he's now the highest rated UK commitment in the composite rankings in the internet era, edging out Nerlens Noel and Anthony Davis. That's a pretty big deal. It's only a kick, a jump, a block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle, a run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13.
Yeah. Um, I think that's going to sneak up on some people. It didn't me. Uh, if you go to on 247sports.com, you can go to catsballs.com to access this, or you can just go to 24-7 directly. But if you go to basketball recruiting and go to the commitment list, you know, if you just want to check it out tonight, now that Livingston's committed, if you scroll to the bottom, they have the all-time commits listed there. And Sharp is the only one with a perfect rating. Um, it's crazy. It's, it's uh, you know, they, they go it's on the decimal system. It's, you know, 1.0000. None of those other guys quite got there. Davis was 0.9999, and so was Nerland's Noel. And then you had a guy like Scal who was very close. But um, I guess, Sean, what that tells me, trying to use big brain here, um, none of those, not all those guys were consensus number one the way that Sharp is. So, you know, he's viewed as – terms of a ranking you cannot get any better than the composite score that sharp has and for a kid who was well ranked like in the 90s uh <laughs> earlier this year like oh my goodness you know i mean anthony davis was the number two player by rivals yeah so he was just barely off there and then i guess Nerland's someone didn't have him number one so now and this could still change i mean sharp all it would take was you know, him getting dropped from number one anywhere of these other spots, and he'll be right there tied probably with Noel and Davis. But as of today, uh, Wednesday night when we record this, by the rankings, since the internet's been around 20-something years since these, scout, these places have been scouting, um, he's he's the best commitment they've ever received, <laughs> which is hard to believe. Good uh, good uh, digging by you because that would have – that definitely – I didn't see that coming. I would have said Anthony Davis or someone else. There, there's no way I would have said that. But man, it's that's and that's the thing, right? Like you're, we've been talking about John Calipari getting back to who he was, Derek, and this program getting back to what they were doing. No better way to do it than to strike first here in September and get the the highest rated guy in the internet era that's ever committed to you, and then you yeah. follow it with another guy a week later. And then we know where things stand right now, according to reports, with Kentucky and Case and Wallace. They're no longer recruiting Nick Smith Jr. They're no longer considering him. Both both sides uh, split on that one, Derek. So that that right there kind of tells you where things are with Case and Wallace, and has a commitment date set for yeah. November seventh. I believe think that's going to get. Sean. I believe that's going to get moved up. Oh yeah, I do too. I don't think you're going to be waiting six more weeks or whatever. I uh, just pulled up, and you're talking about Lively. Um, he he's number two in the class look at this drop off this tells you how good of a prospect sharp is by the rankings this is not me this is not me saying Shaden sharp is the best high school commitment kentucky's ever gotten in basketball i'm just going off what these rankings say like i mentioned he has a perfect score of the 1.0 uh lively number two in the class is 0.9995 that's a pretty sharp drop off in terms of a one to two so, it, it would appear Kentucky has far and away got the best player in the 2022 recruiting class, which is a hell of a spot to start when you're building your roster for the next year. Yeah, that's a, that's a great start, and it's also not bad when you can follow it with a guy like Chris Livingston, and then you're in a great spot with uh, Case and Wallace. Nothing signals more to me that Kentucky's back, Derek, than when you pull up the composite and you see a U.K. logo beside four dudes. In the top seven, two of them commits, and then two of them that they're leading in the crystal ball for, or that they're they're really hot on on the recruiting trail. That mm-hmm. right there tells me Kentucky's back. Now, can they finish it off with those guys? Sky Clark did drop six spots to number eighteen in the latest update 
from 24-7 sports, obviously dealing with an injury, Derek. You didn't get to show much this summer, but number 18 there, uh, Lively two, Wallace is now seven, Livingston is five, and Bona's where? Do you have? He is number. I had it. I wrote nineteen. He took a pretty big drop. Okay, is that in the he, composite so or the class? It, that's in the composite. In the class, he's still top ten on twenty four seven. He's number ten. Okay. So, so he barely dropped. I think he only dropped one spot in our rankings. So. Uh, I want to say he was 13th because I remember thinking they were going to get like potentially five of the top 13 guys, something like that. So he did, he did slip a little. I'm not quite sure where he's ranked lower. Oh, he's a four star on rivals. I think, I think he's like 33rd on rivals. Yep. Well, it's uh, certainly a good time for John Calipari in Kentucky right now and remains to be seen how this thing finishes out, but they're off to a great start. You think we're going to get any questions pretty soon about what's wrong with Kentucky's recruiting in 22, Derek? I don't think so. <laughs> I don't either. So definitely in a good spot there. It remains to be seen if they'll hold on to that number one class, but they did move into the number one class with this commitment from Chris Livingston. Uh, Derek, uh, obviously we aren't able to see anything that's out on Twitter yet, but I'm sure John Calipari is pretty swaggy today. Oh, yeah, I would say he has to be. Um, you add Wallace to this, it feels like he's a solid lane. And then – it does feel like they're going to be able to gear up in a spot where they can really go hard for some 2023 prospects, but more so, probably more importantly, a lot of their attention can move to Derek Lively here soon. And how big is that, that they – seems like the, even though that guys aren't haven't announced yet, like Case and Wallace still waiting on him, but it just kind of feels like 90% of this thing is already done. And now you can focus, like you said, on Lively. You can – put your attention on 23 now but most importantly too he can focus on this team that he has at Kentucky right now Derek how, how big is that that they've got all these efforts kind of out of the way now you just got to get signatures here in the yeah community. I think it's huge I mean I, th- I think it's huge um I think the good thing too is especially with NIL we talk sometimes about having to worry about guys you know still entertaining pro offers but it really does seem like i'm not saying it's gonna be the case for everybody uh it does feel like a lot of these kids are making their intentions now like they're, they're turning down pro offers before they get to school i mean you're seeing kids from what 2023 2024 i think i even saw a kid go ahead and sign a pro deal so i think that's a good element you don't have to worry about but in terms of being able for cal to focus on his roster they should be in a spot where all three of these guys who have committed to this point um you should not have to worry about them not signing. I mean, they're going to put pen to paper. And I'll say three because that's what they have right now. But you would think Wallace will be included in that as well um, before the fall signing period's over. So you could have, you know, four guys. And if you want Lively to be your last piece or maybe Lively surprises us and makes a decision. And then whether he comes to UK or not, you should have some clarity and you can move on to, to someone else. I think it's great to be in a spot where, You've got maybe one or two high school guys, three. Yeah, I mean, who knows? Who's to say that some kid won't, you know, really develop over the next few months and UK fall in love with them? That's true. And still want to pursue them then. I mean, that's still a possibility. I think it gives you more time to do all those things. And um, probably still not as huge of a thing in 2023. I mean, they've already put out a few offers. Obviously, Wagner's going to be the top target, Reed Shepard. Um, uh, how many other? I'm sure they've offered some other guys too for 2023. But it is good. I mean, 
they're going to be in a spot like we talked about. You should have maybe all but one, one or two high school targets you want, and then you can see who leaves off this roster. And if you feel like you need to go to the portal, you should be in a spot. Like, I just don't think there's going to be dramatic roster turnover. Obviously, you know some guys are going to graduate. Grady Mintz. Um, who am I forgetting? <laughs> Probably some other guys. Oh, there's but, yeah. We expect Keon to take Keon to be gone. gone. Yeah, and maybe some other Sheboy. You have to decide the freshman. I mean, there's there's guys on this roster that are definitely going to leave, but I think they got a couple of guys yeah. that are going to come back too. I that, do as well. That we'll see. And I think that we talked about you talked about this earlier this week. How you you we were tooting our own horn. How we talked about if they can get it figured out and go back to getting the elite of the elite in high school and then still hit that transfer portal for needs, but it be elite needs, Derek, they Kentucky oh, yeah. might be the school that's getting it figured out. And uh, John Calipari certainly is celebrating tonight with what he's got going on. And you know, that that's and the way that this staff's recruiting right now, you're seeing Jay Lucas putting out pictures on social media, left and right at places. John Calipari's here. They're going all in on these guys. They're, they're making a statement right now, Derek, that, that Kentucky basketball is back to dominating high school basketball recruiting again. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think we've seen that and I don't know if I'm going to stick with this lively to Julius Randall comparison, but that's, that's like the last one that I can really remember going into the spring where you felt like that was the last piece that you needed. And I would say it's not as dramatic these days just because you do have the portal to fall back on where you didn't really have that. I mean, you could have got a grad transfer, but, you know, we all realize that the transfer portal is a much, much bigger deal now than it was. Well, I mean, it didn't even exist in 2013. So I think it'll be good for us. I think it'll be good for the show. (laughs) Derek Lively sets a commitment date April 15th or something or whatever, and you get that build up to where he's going to go. And then, I guess, if he's – if he signs on, it only adds more hype to this class because I think there's a really good chance that both those guys stay one-two in the rankings. So being able to land the top two guys would be a, a great statement for UK. But just getting back to number one, that's what people wanted, right, Sean? People wanted yeah. to recruit the best of the best, and Sharp is certainly that. Livingston's very close. Uh, Wallace is right up there too. So they're back into getting those top ten guys because there was a stretch for sure where they were still getting five-star guys, but a lot of those guys were, you know – in the teens, lower, lower twenties. And, uh, there is a difference from the very best of the class, to some of those lower five stars, but they're back to, to getting the best of the best. They are. And, uh, this class is different. They've, uh, they've had number one classes recently, number two, but when you look at the dudes in this one and you average them out, it's, it's different than it has been in the past, Derek, but we're going to be on top of all this into the coming weeks. We'll, Figure out what's going on with Case and Wallace as soon as something happens with that. We'll get that episode out to you as well. But as always, this show is powered by Blue Wire Pods. It's also powered by the Butcher's Pub. Three locations, Palmville, Williamsburg, and London, Kentucky. You can visit thebutcherspub.com or check them out on Facebook. He's Derek Terry. I'm Sean Smith. We'll catch you next time on Kentucky Daily. 